0: Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge, and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. Today, we're talking about three essential steps in financial planning for a small business. Now I'm Michael and you're going to hear Anna in case you can't tell the difference Anna why is this important these essential steps
1: A financial plan is a crucial tool that can help small business owners anticipate and manage their finances very effectively Now for our listeners we have to make sure that uh, we mention this is different than the financial statements they're looking every day because the financial statements are predicting the past performance. But right now, we want to talk about how do you project your income? What is What will be your outflows for the next coming months? Let's say it all for one month, quarter, half a year, a year. It is extremely important to do that. And Michael, I will go back to you let's share with our listeners some steps one of
0: these you ought to decide what time frame you want to use let's say it's six months so you want to ask yourself how many items how many products can i sell in the next six months that's my first projection and that's based on your current price let's say so you're, you're estimating you're predicting and then how much income will i make from that based on that projection And how much will I have in cash to carry me forward into the second six months? Those are three important projections we need to make. Now, we know that can change a little bit. What if um, my expenses for some of my supplies increased? Then I might have to increase my price. Now I have to have a different projection. So if, if my expenses go up 10%, now what would I project for sales? What would I project for income and cash flow? So we're we're developing two, maybe three projections forward for six months saying, this is where I expect to end up. That's very important. How might we use that when we've done those projections?
1: Once you do your projections, that will determine also your pricing. Mm -hmm. Because once you understand what will be your cash flow in the future, and like Michael was explaining, if some of your suppliers already start changing their price and you have projected different income, that will influence on your total profit. So you will be able to be nimble and very flexible Uh to decide on pricing that you have to increase your pricing because you're not getting the profit margins, you are forecasting.
0: That's the value then of doing more than one projection, because if things change as you consider they might change, you're ready already to, you're already ready (laughs) to adjust your pricing to account for that. Otherwise, you might not do that for six months. And now you've lost some money you didn't intend to lose. One of the things important in these projections to me is to write down your assumptions. So I've increased I've made an assumption that my some of my inventory may increase by ten percent in price. Well, write that down so you remember six from, nine months from now how you got that that one projection that said prices might increase, my my costs and my supplies might increase. So you remember
1: uh, absolutely, Michael. And you know exactly what you said. You have to list the assumptions and put together a multiple scenarios. I really like the fact when you were talking about what if if this variable changes, how this is going to impact my income or my profit or the supplies or all, all different scenarios you have to put together to make sure that you're ready.
0: And in fact, if I make one projections that I think has some real chance of happening, I may realize I'm not going to have enough inventory and that may spur me to to begin to stock a bit more inventory without hurting my turns, the, the number of times I turn over that inventory. Uh, so those assumptions are, are very important, and then multiple tr- projections are important. Another thing it might bring to you is the need to plan for some contingencies. What if my cash flow starts to go down in this projection I've made for one of these scenarios? What do we need to do when, when we can say, oh, gosh, cash is going to get less? What do I do now? Well, there's a couple of things we can do, right, Anna?
1: Absolutely. You should go to the bank. In fact, you should go to the bank now. We've talked about it in some other episodes. You should go to the bank now and be ready for this scenario. And if you need additional cash, it's easy to go to the bank and ask them for line of credit for your working capital now when you don't need the money rather than when you're tight on cash and then the bankers usually will tell you, well, you know, we don't think that you'll be able to pay us and they will not give you that particular line of credit working capital. So it's with the banks, it's kind of catch 22. We advise you that for this contingent plan, you go and you kind of over from our first step, when you're looking at your projections, you put together a scenario where you'll be, running on limited cash. What do you do? What kind of working capital you need? So go to the bank now and get ready. And that is your plan B when you are tight on cash.
0: And think about it, but that banker, when that banker sees that you've not only calculated three possibilities out there six months from now, one that you hope to see, one that might be very positive for you, and one a third that might be negative, But you've also listed your assumptions for each of those. The banker is going to say, hmm, she really knows what she's doing. Okay, I'm willing to give her a line of credit because she's paying attention to these things. So making these projections and then getting that line of credit is important. Another thing, and you've heard us say this before, too, you should be building a reserve within your business. Not every dollar you take in should you spend on either inventory or yourself in terms of maybe your lifestyle. Some of that you need to set aside, invest in the business, set it aside for something you can't predict is going to happen. So those are two contingencies, line of credit and that reserve.
1: In the reserve, I just wanted to add for some of our listeners when they're wondering how much. Hmm. Usually we recommend that you have between three to six months reserve savings to make sure that if you hit A snag, it carries you. Well, now we cannot guarantee if we hit another pandemic how long it will take, but at least at the beginning until you see what is going on on the market, what are the trends, until it gives you a time of reaction if you have these reserves.
0: And a way to think of that in part to me would be your your overhead cost. So if I've got bought equipment and I have to pay for a loan of that, I need to keep that loan going even if my sales have dropped. So that's part of the reserve I want. If I'm paying rent, I need to project out six months of rent and have that in reserve as well so that I don't lose the building halfway through this, this projected period and things have turned sour on me. A number of those overhead expenses are the major things you have to keep paying on whether you have sales or not.
1: Absolutely, and, and in some cases, you have to know exactly what is your say sales cycle. How long does it take for you to manufacture product until you get the money from your customers? This is extremely, extremely important because if you know your cycle, like right now, there is a lot of suppliers who are increasing their prices, and a lot of the small business owners are extremely upset with that fact because they cannot react fast enough for the end price because they're already in the middle of manufacturing their product already when the prices of the parts are changing. So it will take some time. So you need this cushion. You need this reserves.
0: Another point that you make me think of right away on it also, some of you have seasonal businesses. So doing these projections reminds you that so let's say November December are really bad months for your type of business so you have to have that reserve and that line of credit to get through November and December and come out into January ready to go. Now, all right, we've we've done our projections, we've planned for our contingencies. One step left here, essential step, we need to learn to monitor what we what we've done with these projections. What's what what you think about that Anna?
1: Throughout the year, you have to compare your actual results <laughs> with your projections to make sure that you stay on target. Or if you see that you deviate, you have to adjust. Yeah. So this is very, very important step.
0: You have to learn, therefore, how you're making those projections and what your assumptions are and how do you how do you modify those uh, assumptions so that you get a little closer to what actually happened with your projections. So you want to keep getting better at this. Don and I are saying you ought to do this on a regular basis every six months or every month, if it's important, whatever the time frame might be, but you need to get better at this. So you have to take this time. The other thing is to look at your variances. So let's say I projected sales, I projected a, a 10% increase and I only got a 5% increase. Why was, why did that variance occur? Can I learn to understand both why it happened and how do I adjust The next time I make a projection, so I don't miss it by that much.
1: Before I ask Michael to recap our steps, I would like you to remember a financial plan can act as an early warning system for your business. It will help you plan for cash flow dips or identifying some financial needs and monitor your finances effectively. So, Michael, can you recap for us?
0: Develop projections, one that's kind of the way things are going now, one of things really got better, and what if, what if something happened and it got worse? So develop multiple projections. Plan for contingencies, Get that line of credit in place and start building a reserve. And third, learn to monitor and adjust your projections every time period so you get better and better at this, and you know why your variances have occurred, and you're learning how to think ahead about your financial state, Those are your three essential steps.
1: Thank you, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.